Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome. We are now beginning boarding of the ACB Airlines. How is everyone (laughs) doing tonight? Brian, are you here? I'm here. Janine, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Well, I think I'm here. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Are you here, Terry? Are you here? I think I'm here. I think I'm here. Okay, so we've got the whole crew is here. Everyone is is finding their comfort seats. As tonight, we are departing New York. Everyone flew into New York, and we're Mm. heading to Iceland tonight. Oh, yay! We're going to Iceland. We're going to Iceland tonight. I thought we were going to Greenland. No, we're going to Iceland. It's a land. We're going to Iceland. But but Iceland is green. Iceland is green and Greenland's ice. So maybe that's why you got it confused. Okay. It's a land. Iceland, (laughs) here we come. Okay. So as you know, we got to do our safety check. So Mm -hmm. everyone went through TSA. And thanks to ACB Airlines, our visas are ready to go to Iceland because you need a visa to go. And all of our wonderful service dogs and guide dogs are all having a vacation, all expense paid with massages and spa days and pedicures and mani pedis or paw pedis. What is that? Is that a pedi? Okay. So they're going to enjoy their vacation as we jet off. From New York to Iceland, it's normally a six-hour flight. But Mm. because we're on the ACB Airlines We're going to make it in less than six seconds. Six Um, seconds. I like this mode of transportation. You're the best. ACB Airlines. No soft drink service then? No no soft drink services. But if you have your adult beverages, (laughs) we're not doing any aromatherapy as we're traveling. Um, So hold on to your seats. Um, A couple of other things before we take off to our great adventures of Iceland is temperature. So we're Mm. traveling to Iceland towards the end of their summer, beginning of their winter months. Um, The temperature will be a nice crisp 44 degrees when we land. The high high was 45 and the low will be 32. As I said, this is the beginning of their winter. So it does get a little bit cooler, but we're not going to be staying long, but we will be experiencing wonderful things that Iceland has to offer. All right, everybody, sit back and off we go. Hello, everybody. It's Brian, your travel geek. Um, Where's our plane? Oh, there we go. There we go. (laughs) So I'm the travel geek that missed the cue. Um, So before we do, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball at my crew here. Uh, I Uh-oh. want to ask you a question. And oh, so what? I'm what? Yep. Um, I want to know where the coldest place, since we're going to Iceland, where's the coldest place you've ever visited? So please, by a raise of hands, answer. And if it's where you live, that's awesome, too. Because I know I got some people out there up in Wisconsin and places like that. that can I raise my hand? I can't raise my can. hand. No. Well, go ahead. Let, why don't we start with you, Janine? Where, where's the <laughs> coldest place you've been? Um, my ex-husband's heart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and we have jokes. Okay. We have some raised hands. All right. Who's the first one? Okay. 
Okay. Carrie M, please unmute yourself. Um, okay, this is Karen. Um, many years ago when I was in college um, in uh, SUNY Oswego, which is right on the shores of Lake Ontario, it got down mm. to minus 75 degrees. And you went outside mm. in that, didn't you, Karen? No, that was the only day <laughs> that classes were canceled. The minus <laughs> At ne- negative 50 that you class was still on, but negative 75. I'd right. like to know who makes the decision where that breaking point is. Plus I have wind mm-hmm. coming off the lake. So what they would do is put up ropes so that you wouldn't slide. You could get to where you're going on the ice. So you could pull yourself through. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Mm. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> Okay, Brian, we've got two more raised hands. Cool. The next one is Teresa. Hey, Teresa, how are you? Hi, I am great. Fantastic. The coldest is the winter of 96. There was a blizzard in Idaho, uh, all over the Northwest, Mm. and we got stuck up there. And I don't remember how cold it was, but it was pretty bad. Desert is on that trip with me, but it was very, very cold. So were you guys at mm-hmm. least in like the ski city or there's a big ski resort up there? I forget. The yeah, no, city. we were visiting relatives uh, and we so got yeah. stuck. We we couldn't leave for like a week because we were stuck. Every All the roads were closed because of the blizzard. Did you it do a daily snowball fight? It was negative 17 up there. Negative 17. That's cold. That's that, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was cold. We got to go snowmobiling though. That was pretty fun. That's, cool. That's awesome. Did you wear parkas and boots? Of course. <laughs> what else could you wear? <laughs> yeah. I'm just checking. Whatever's yeah. comfortable in the living room at negative 17. That's what I'm wearing. Right. <laughs> you know, they had a hot tub in a little in a little enclosure and we did go out in the hot mm. tub. That was very pretty. cool. I mean, there was icicles hanging tonight. off the hot tub, but <laughs> we're in the, we're, it was great in the hot tub. At negative 17, Ooh. I'm assuming that the water is freezing before it hits the ground if you splash uh, it. Right, probably. Close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. we've got one. Ha- we've got our last hand awesome. raised for this interaction. Abraham from North Carolina. What's going on, Abraham? Hey, so three, four years ago, I was back home in Chicago. We had we had like thirty to forty below wind chill. Oh my goodness! So you could take a cup of water, throw it in the air, and it would freeze and, and contact. That's awesome. Did That's you take awesome. a video? Well, wait, I can't see it now, but that would have been so awesome. <laughs> yeah, he could YouTube, but there's a lot of stuff out there about it. My coldest moment in Chicago, Abraham, I was silly. We went for Thanksgiving. It was like 30 degrees. So it was a mild Thanksgiving. But my son and I decided to go on the Ferris wheel at the Navy Pier. And the wind was blowing mm-hmm. right at the top. And the Ferris wheel operator said, hey, there's those morons from Florida. And they're going to go on the Ferris wheel at 30 yeah. degrees. And mm-hmm. they stopped the Ferris wheel at the top for like three minutes. It was That was, was so nice. I was so cold. That wind was whipping off the lake. And <laughs> I can't wait. First time I wanted to get off a ride in my life. But I love it up there. So cool. Thank you for sharing, Abraham. We have anybody else, Terry? Um, we don't, but we have someone that has a phone number that I'd like to give a name to. Cool. Can you please unmute yourself? At last three numbers is 656. 656. Maybe they want to be shy. Cool. If you decide you want a name, you can unmute yourself and we'll put it. Let us know. Yes. Well, guys, thank you so much for sharing. I love hearing about where you guys have been and your experiences and stuff. That's 
one of the reasons we do this call. Um, so we're going to go into my nerdy facts, um, which <laughs> Janine loves. Um, so <laughs> I do love your nerdy one, facts. One of my favorite places when I've been to Iceland and absolutely love it is my favorite place. We're hoping to go back this summer. And one of the cool things to me is because I'm an absolute total geek was there's this white house. I'm not even going to attempt any of the names because you won't even recognize them even if I get them right. So um, Mm. there's this big white house on the harbor in Reykjavik. And in that house is where Ronald Reagan and Mikhail Gorbachev uh, Mm. had some of their peace meetings. And also um, in Reykjavik is where uh, Bobby Fischer and I just lost the name. Gary Kasparov. Bobby maybe? Fischer is the one that plays chess, right? Yes. So he he had his famous meeting um, with the Grandmaster there. And I want to say it was Kasparov, but I might be wrong. So if anybody knows, please correct me. And we have someone who can check that there. for you. And Bobby Fischer actually defected to Iceland and is buried 40 miles outside of Reykjavik. So you can go see Bobby Fischer, who is... Famously a little out there and an amazing chess player. So mm. those are some of the famous meetings of the 20th century hosted. I like those Boris Spassky. Spassky. Yes. Thank you so much. And I appreciate that. I like being, knowing the right answers. So I appreciate that. Mm. Um, densely populated areas like New York, LA, Chicago, nothing on Reykjavik. Over 60% of the population of Iceland lives in that one city. So there's about 300,000 people there and almost 200,000 of them live in that one city. So you're talking about a giant island and most people live in one city that's honestly not very big. So it was very cool. And one of the cool things about that city that I really liked was they are one of the most eco-friendly cities in the whole world. Um, Over 90% of the whole country's um, energy is made from renewable energy. Reykjavik has a goal to be uh, emission-free, I believe, by 2025. And one of the things I was, as I'm walking around in September when I was there, looking and I'm like, how do they keep the ice when it's 20 degrees and people still have to get around? Their water is so hot because it's a volcanic island that they pipe their hot water through the streets and sidewalks. And it's so hot, even in the pipes, it keeps all the ice from forming on the streets. So there's never ice in Reykjavik. Which is so, I wait a second. Wait a second. I'm, I'm I want to interrupt your little yes. nerdy facts. Yes. You're saying because of the volcano going and putting hot stuff out, you know, lava and stuff. They, like they, in Hawaii, it right. goes under the ground and it keeps the ice so melted, they, they, and we don't have to shovel it. Well, that's almost right. So they the hot water is so hot that when you turn on the hot water taps and showers, they actually have to cool it for human consumption. So they use that hot water before it gets into the coolers in mm-hmm. pipes to keep the sidewalks and the streets from getting iced over and snowed. Well, that's like definitely it. proficient and efficient way. Yeah. Like we it. should do that in the United States. Like it's in really, really, Indiana really cool. and Chicago so, when it's cold. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it was settled by the Norse. Uh, and so there's still a lot of, if you've talked to locals, they'll tell you about their interactions with trolls and elves. So I love for, trolls and elves. <laughs> so, um, You're so I, good. I, I thought it was really interesting to actually talk to these people when I was going around. I found this out when I was there. So I asked the locals and they're like, oh, absolutely. If you go up into that mountain over there and they would point 
out into the distance. So, yeah, there's trolls that live up on that hill and the elves. That's one of the reasons. That, so they they fervently believe in it. It wasn't like they're playing along for like the Disney effect. They fervently believe in it. And so I thought that was kind of cool to yeah. see how the culture from a thousand years ago settling uh, still influences their everyday stuff. So um, this one is my favorite um, because once again, I'm a nerd. Uh, the oldest meeting parliament is in Iceland. So there's other countries that are a lot older, but because governments have changed and stuff, in 930 AD, the first parliament, it was the tribes that had, the Viking tribes that had settled and has continually met since then. So it's an uninterrupted parliament and that's the oldest meeting one in the entire world. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site and it meets in this valley that was caused by a giant earthquake. So it's between like two tectonic plates that have moved. It's absolutely gorgeous. You can go visit there and there's like little settlements all around the park. So that's one of the things I really like. Um, the tectonic plates, um, because it is a volcanic island and it sits on one of the ridges, you can actually, in a couple of different places, walk be between tectonic plates that we can't see moving, but that are moving daily. So I enjoyed that. What does tectonic um, mean? Tectonic are the plates... And this is where I'm probably not as nerdy as I need to be, but they're the plates that the um, the landmasses sit on. So when earthquakes happen, it's because two tectonic plates hit each other. So fabulous, kind of, yeah. So I hope that was nerdy enough for you. And once again, no, I if, love somebody, it. <laughs> if somebody wants to give them a better answer, I'm okay with that. Um, so we got the tectonic plates, and then Brian, we do have two hands raised, cool. so we might Let's... have some people. Trying yes. to add some input. I would Karen love to hear from Karen M, them. please unmute yourself. I happen to know that Karen Karen has been to Iceland. I have been. Wow, I remember that. Great, you have a great <laughs> memory. Wow. Thanks. Okay. Regarding the um, hot water, um, when you're walking around Iceland, you can see smoke coming out of the ground, mm. the geothermal smoke. And they actually have a geyser there that goes off every five <laughs> And when you're in your hotel room, the hot water that comes out smells like sulfur. Yes. So um, mm -hmm. you get used to it after a while, but it's definitely, you know, a little thing. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> they have glaciers around Iceland and they have the Blue Lagoon, which um, is like a big geothermal bathing place and i think that at the time a couple of years ago they had a live camcorder so you can tune in and just yes you can still do that yeah we'll, we'll be going there in a little bit so we'll talk about okay. that okay cool thank you karen for sharing you, karen. we've got one more hand raised desiree go ahead um tectonic plates how nerdy do you want to get do you want to do it now or do you <laughs> I, I want you i want you to get later. i want you to get 30 second nerdy that's it that's what you got that's 30 it. seconds Drop the knowledge. <laughs> okay. So they do more than just rub against one another. They will slip under one another. They will create <laughs> volcanoes. Yeah. <laughs> which is why Iceland is hot. So that's why your tectonic plates meet out in the ocean. But then further in, you get your volcanoes right along a plate is because one's usually slipping under the other. So, so <laughs> cool. I can go nerdier than that, but that that's the gist of why Iceland works, how it works. Very Come very back very at very 10 o'clock for nerd time. Nerd I want to hear more. <laughs> I want to hear, yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Desiree. I appreciate that. I love you. All right. We've got a lot of places to go, guys. So we got, um, I've changed history. And apparently they were settled by Nikings in my notes. Nikings? So Ni- Nikings, um, because I can't type. Um, so I mentioned <laughs> this earlier. Vikings. <laughs> Vikings? I think they're Vikings. Yeah, it's, I think so. I think you might be right. So um, That's cool. Was, we got you, Brian. Terry it was settled by you. Vikings. Um, and it is actually the youngest, it was the, the last settled land in the Western hemisphere. So it's because oh. the landmass is so new, yeah. it's only been settled for about 1100 years. That's why I think the parliament being the oldest parliament is kind of cool because it would pretty much happen when they first settled. So, um, and you could see if you go to, when you go to Iceland, because I highly, highly recommend it. Um, mm-hmm. Viking influence everywhere um, <laughs> from little wool caps for your kids to full full on Viking villages where you can have a traditional Viking dinner. Uh, we reference the volcanoes with the tectonic plates. There's 125 volcanoes. And that leads me to my last nerd point. Which, Did you go to all 125? I think I went to 124, but I, I missed oh, one. So. Bad tourist. <laughs> um, so we've all said the word, we've said, all said the word heck and go to heck and trying to be nice and not use the H-E double hockey sticks. And that all comes from Mount Hecla, which is one of the most active volcanoes mm-hmm. uh, in Iceland. Uh, it go, The first recorded um, eruption was in 1104. Uh, it's gone off as recently as a, within the past decade. Um, the, the whole reason you have the heck is that a clergyman was there to just do a geological survey of Iceland. And it's, um, it's more, a lot of the volcanoes actually underground. It hasn't come out of the ground yet as active mm-hmm. as it, which is surprising. So it, he witnessed all these 12 ton boulders or they call lava bombs and fires. Lava bombs. There you go. And um, so he, <laughs> he witnessed all of that. He reported that back to the Pope and they declared that is the entrance to hell. So Mount Ooh. Hecla is known to be a place where witches meet to talk to Satan. And wow. according to a Vatican decree sometime in the Middle Ages, it is the entrance to hell. If you talk to people in Iceland, they'll tell you that. And that is the origin of go to heck. You're actually telling somebody to go to hell. So I thought that mm-hmm. was an interesting bit of knowledge to drop on you. I like that. You did good yeah. with your nerdy facts today. Oh, you like them? Thank you. I appreciate I you. Give me a Thanks, Brian. Awesome Thank you, job. Brian. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. So uh, the fairy thing is real. And I know like the fairy and the trolls and all that. I, I Sorry, Terry. This is off. Yeah. Sorry. I'll be That's quiet. Okay. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I, Go. So, Go for it. Because, so, wait, wait, wait. No, wait, Terry. Because, you know, I was talking about that movie Eurovision and it was all about these people who wrote a song from Iceland. Icelandia. And the girl would go and give the things to the little troll fairies and, and elves. And the guy's like, I don't believe in those. And then at the end, after they won or kind of won, well, I'm not going to spoil the movie, but um, it was so good. Will Ferrell was in it and Rachel McAdams and Demi Lovato. She got blown up. Oops, sorry. Spoiler. So anyway, um, they would feed the fairies <laughs> at the end. The fairy troll, whatever things were there. And it, it was all about Iceland. So I thought I would back you up on your troll cred. Okay, give me one second. Awesome here. job there, Janine. So, Brian, <laughs> real quick, five, 
Um, talk about the Northern Lights because this is the time oh, of season. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. From September to April is the perfect time during the Northern winter times to see and experience the Northern Lights. Now, I know you're VIP blind, but you said they were bright enough for you to. So really, really cool. I didn't, you know, one of my dreams was to go visit the Northern Lights um, Mm -hmm. and hopefully witness them. And then when I lost my, you know, the majority of my vision, I did not think that would happen. Um, But I went, we went to the top of a mountain where there's like literally um, no, no uh, light pollution. So it was mm-hmm. really cool. And we went up there and one of the things he tell, told us, the guide, was that um, all the colors you see in the pictures and stuff aren't usually visible with the naked eye. That's usually light filters and slowing down your speed and picking up your speed and, and all that stuff. And we got up there and at first look, I was like, oh my goodness. And I was, it was so bright that night. And that guide said he had been doing it for 15 years. It was the brightest night he had ever seen that um, I could actually see the lights. And then because Mm. of the way my eyes process light, I was actually able to see the colors, (gasps) which was super cool. So like as people are taking pictures, as people are taking pictures, I'm like, it's like green over here. And they pull up the picture and it was a green light. And they're like, that's like the guy was like, that's never happened. That's so cool. That Um, is amazing. Thanks for sharing, Brian. That's why I want to go to Iceland sooner than later. So we have a ton of, there's so much to do in, in Iceland. So we are going to start our tour. Are we? Yeah. Nerd time's over. Nerd Fun time begins. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Hey, I know what that sound is. That is what an iceberg that breaking. That was an iceberg breaking because there's icebergs. <laughs> and big right? glaciers. Yep. And glaciers. Well, aren't icebergs and glaciers kind of the same thing? Icebergs are part of the glaciers. They break off yeah. and they float out. Yeah. Yeah. Did Titanic crash that one? No, just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> or so, did the Wait, I never seen that movie. You just ruined it for me. Are you <laughs> spoiler? Okay, Brian. Did you go to the glaciers? Tell us about the, them. The glaciers were really, really cool. Um, you're able on some of them. Um, if you're brave enough, you're able to walk out, which we did. Um, didn't go very far because I didn't have the proper shoes to go super mm. far. But there's if you're super adventurous, they have it where you can go into. I hope I'm saying this right. The, the crevasse 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 i think it's something like that um and you could actually repel down into them i wasn't quite that adventurous because i'm a big chubby guy and i was afraid of getting stuck like in rock there climbing like uh, rock climbing repelling? yeah you're kind of oh, repelling like down into yeah exactly jumping, no, no, no 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 you're not bungee jumping it's it's repelling Wee. down like that to go down into the <laughs> the fjords and in some of the crevasses um fjords. so that was really cool um there's one giant glacier uh, mm-hmm. that you can go to and it's on, I want to say the North side of the country. It's on the golden circle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the golden circle is awesome. You, the wind coming off of it, cause the parking lot's almost level with the top of the glacier and the wind mm-hmm. coming off of it. It was definitely the, it was probably about five, six degrees. Mm-hmm. And all I had on was like a flannel shirt. So it was, it was because the rest of the day was 45 degrees, except for in that one spot. So if you see the pictures of that, I had, um, I was hunched over, like trying to get as close to my wife as possible because I was freezing and we got mm-hmm. the picture and got the heck out of there. 
<laughs> so in in the golden circle isn't that where they have waterfalls waterfalls, waterfalls? did you say waterfalls i did oh, say no. oh no 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 ah, don't go waterfall <laughs> the waterfall where this was recorded i actually went to and it's really cool cool because you gotta like walk over a hill mm-hmm. and get to a valley mm-hmm. and um you walk through like this valley of a riverbed that's all like these little pebbles and the waterfall is really cool so that's exactly where that was so when you were there in the waterfall i researched this and i found out that in the waterfall and like there's like these horseshoe fall area in the golden Mm -hmm. circle that they have a double rainbow and there's a reason why there's a double rainbow because there was a golden tress chest of treasure and the handle broke off and it fell in so then you can like it fell in, and when there's a double rainbow, people go like looking for it. Looking for Did the you... gold. Has anybody found it? Um, if they haven't, no. I'm going next next summer. I'm going, no, and if I don't make the Monday night call, it, but to see a double rainbow, it. it's like pretty. This I wonder if it's like a circle, or you just see like two rainbows. Like there were rainbows everywhere. Like I literally everywhere rainbows. we turned in Iceland, there was rainbows. It, it was an incredible trip. Um, Did I, you I, see I, Rainbow Bright? I did not see Rainbow Bright. I'm sorry, Terry. So sorry. It's okay. I just want to check. Can someone raise their hand if they're hearing the audio? Okay. Put your hands up. Put your, okay. Put your hands up. All right. Let's keep traveling. We've got so much waterfalls. to see. We do, but I'm so excited hearing about the waterfalls and the glaciers and Brian bungee jumping, but repelling it, but not really. So, yeah, okay. but the cool thing is about okay. the waterfall goes out into the We've ocean. got one raised hand. Hold on. Karen? Go ahead. Uh-oh. Good, Karen. Uh-oh. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. I was just, it was just a bump in the road, and we just wanted to make sure that audio is occurring. All right. Oh, let's keep going. Cool. I heard so the audio. The okay, waterfalls so, are really cool yes. because they lead out into the ocean, and that's where and we're going to And then what happens in the ocean? I know what happens in the ocean. Are you going to go see these guys? <gasps> you know what those are? I know what those are. I'll wait for the sound. Okay, what and, are they? And I'll tell you. They are minky whales. Minky whales. Like, like it's the coolest name, minky whales. So minky you can whales. go whale watching, and that's how beautiful it sounds. They're beautiful in the ocean, and they're majestic. And you went whale watching, didn't I you? I did go whale watching. And Let's the, hear about that. The cool thing, when we once again, it, it was almost the perfect trip. Um, when we went, the... They do a, a guy that stands on the top of the deck, and she's like, I'm going to say 9 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and I'll point him out. She's like, we usually see three or four whales when we're out here, sometimes more. She's like, we're getting out to the whale watching grounds. We have heard that there are so, there's a pot out here. And she goes, okay, it's 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock. So, you know what? They're everywhere. I've never seen this many whales. Just look. <laughs> like They were literally surrounding the boat, and then I was standing on one of the sides, and a whale breached and blew its blowhole and got water all over me. So that was... Oh, like, you're so lucky. So you got was, blown by a whale, like with this blowhole in the water. With the blowhole <laughs> in the water and everything. Yep. So it was really, really cool. They were gorgeous. Awesome. They're obviously big enough to see, which was nice. And then um, as you're going out, you can see puffin and... Um, yes, there's so horses. many puffin birds. They they make pretty sounds. I forgot to say that, but yeah, yeah puffins. Okay, so whale watching. Um, so the bad thing about the whales with my research that I heard, <laughs> and I'm sure you did this because you're a carnivore. They said they eat the whales. Is they that do. true? So pretty and much. Did you eat my friends? 
not not last time. This time we're taking my son, and he's a bit more adventurous and probably proud us to do it. But um, in all the traditional restaurants there, you're going to find three things on the menu. Uh, one of them is minky whale steaks. Mm. So they, they make steaks out of the whales. Uh, the puffin. Which mm. don't know My bird it. friend. Yeah, That's it's a so bird sad. relative of a penguin and lives in... Uh, not on the ice, but more out in the water. Um, it looks a little in bit like Star a- Wars. They made that little thingy after the puffin, by the way. Anyway, I, go on. I did not know that. Thank you. Whatever um, that thingy was in the last Star Wars movie, but later. So yes, puffins are cute and adorable. Pork. And, and they also do horse steaks. So that that is something horse else. Horse steaks. What? They do horse steaks. Yes, they do horse steaks too. So, but we'll talk about the horses later. Aren't you more okay. interested in a, a different site? I am. I am. Is it time? Is it time? It is time. Wait, is it time for sheep? <laughs> yes. No, no it's sheep. a bad time for sheep. <laughs> okay. So you we're talking about whales. So can we talk about the dorks? I want to talk about dorks. Uh, Janine. Dorks, go ahead and talk about your no. dorks. <laughs> <laughs> so in Iceland, I am so excited. There is, okay, Brian has the proper term, but I don't care. Um, there is a penis museum. Okay. Penis museum. Okay, okay, stop. It is the what? Icelandic Phallological <laughs> Museum. No, no, it's the penis museum. Okay, you two. Okay, okay you two. Right. So, penises. Janine, every... we're going we're gonna to let Brian introduce oh. the founder Those and let him explain correct. so we've got some some descriptive audio yes. for you guys from yes. the place so we're gonna yes, play yes. it so sit You're back welcome. and uh, enjoy yes. yes penis museum janine be quiet i'll mute it's you not playing <laughs> i cannot mute <laughs> okay well i thought we were gonna so- have that well, when you get it, I, I was very excited with the story that this guy is going to tell you. Uh, if I was his wife, I would do the same thing. Hello there and welcome to the Icelandic Phallological Museum. My name is Sigurd Hjartarsson and I am the founder and original curator of the Icelandic Phallological <laughs> Museum. Presented here is a unique collection of hundreds of biological penile specimens which include the entire Icelandic mammal fauna and scores from abroad. Included are penile artworks from around the world, various trinkets with cultural inclinations, and penis-themed novelties. The penis collection began in 1974 when I worked as a principal in a middle school and my co-workers gave me a bull penis pistol. This became an ongoing joke among the staff, and because many of them had summer jobs at the whaling station, they were able to acquire many large specimens. The family living room got increasingly crowded with amputated phalluses, and finally my wife told me I couldn't keep the penises at the house anymore. So in 1997, the Icelandic Phallological Museum opened to the public. In 2004, I retired from teaching and moved the museum to the town of Husavik on the other side of the country. The collection kept growing and in 2011, the museum received its first human penis. Shortly after I retired from curating, having obtained the penis of every species of the Icelandic mammal fauna, my son Hjörtur took over and moved the museum to Reykjavik and modernized its presentation. 
Since then, the collection has steadily grown. Let's begin the tour. Above the exhibits, you will often see a drawn image of the corresponding animal species. These images serve to put the exhibits in perspective and also as rough guides on exhibit locations. In front of you, you will see various utensils and items which I carved myself and used in my time as curator. Especially notable are the travel bar and the official gavel, which I tirelessly utilized to hold in line spirited debaters during philological forums and the council meetings of the Icelandic Institute of Philology. Now on to the biological exhibits. So that was the introduction of the descriptive audio tour of the Icelandic Philological Museum, which is right in the middle of, almost right in the middle of downtown Reykjavik. As you're walking back from the harbor into downtown, you'll walk right by it. Um, and yeah, they're on display right in the window. So are you guys So there? I need to apologize to the crew and everyone. Um, I learned when you are host, you get denied the privilege of listening to everything. So, Brian, will you make sure you post that on ACB Facebook? I'll post it, I'll post it on our Facebook page. Oh, on that's right. That's our big announcement tonight. Yep, it is live. So, Out of Sight Adventures is live. Um, and you can find it. The link's actually on the schedule uh, for tonight's call. So, in that email, there's a link. You can click on it and interact with us, post your travel pictures there, and all that fun stuff. So... We're going to leave Reykjavik, and after that, we probably need a nice, relaxing time out in the country. And Janine, what are we going to do there? So what we're going to do out in the country is we're going to go look at wild Icelandic horses. Um, there are 80,000 horses uh, living wildly around Iceland. There's also 100,000 Icelandic horses uh, worldwide, 50,000 living in Germany. So this is what they sound like when they're running. Janine, are you unmuted? So one of the really cool things out there when you're there is um, they're just out in the open walking around when you're How did not- I get muted? I don't know. <laughs> so there was horses- a bump in the road and I accidentally pressed a button. You know how I am about buttons. <laughs> So Brian, wait, I don't, did we hear, did you hear me when I was talking about what you did and how you saw the horses? Nope. We haven't, we didn't hear anything you were saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's where I, you're like Janine. And I'm like, I asked, okay. So I said, I know that you and your wife rented an RV, right? And you went we in did the a middle four of wheel, the Four wheel tour. Yeah. One of the, there's a big yeah. reservoir there. And as part of that tour, we stopped in like this little prairie area and these four yeah. horses just walked up and we just... Started picking up grass and they come right up to you and eat out of your hands and you made it, friends. Made friends and but that's then you ate them. Not that time, so I won't feed them this time and then I'll be able to eat them. Don't eat my friends, Brian. <laughs> when you go on vacation, we have sheep. It tastes like chicken. We have cows. No, don't eat the horses <laughs> or the whales. Don't eat my friends. They're all okay. My friends. Okay, we're done talking about the horses. Are we so, nobody, hungry? Wait, no, Terry, Terry, listen. Okay, let me tell you, Brian, I, I was researching. Well, no, yeah. So I heard that there's this amazing hot dog place. And I think you went there, right? 
Yeah, so I, this one, I'm definitely not even going to try the name, but if you Google Icelandic hot dogs, the sign will come oh, up with the white sign. Oh, you should try to say the name. I want it, you to try. A bean So, yeah, it's... A bean kabankin, a bean kabankin. Yeah, I love but, that name. So, okay, Icelandic... Hot, so one of, one of <laughs> one of the things about Iceland that we haven't mentioned, it is the most insanely expensive place I've ever been. Mm. Um, my son was three when we went, and we we're going to get him like this little Viking wool cap. Now, mind you, wool isn't imported there; they have lots of sheep, right, Janine? Yes. Wait, are yes. we talking about sheep now? Yes. Talk about the sheep for like two seconds. Can he have twenty seconds for twenty sheep? seconds? Come yep. On. Go okay, so the sheep were first imported with the first settlers. And in September, well, they let them run all around the island all year. And then in September, tourists and locals go and round them up. And they all have tags on their ears so they know which farmer owns them. Mm. It's the sheep game, Brian. Did you know it's all about the sheep game? And, and Dan, what else do they do it? when they're, when they're um, gathering the sheep? What else can occur? <gasps> the main um, yeah damn, see that remember i remember this then you should say it I, okay they, i will they, they find their main lovers they find yes. their loves it's so exciting terry we need to go find sheep so we can find <laughs> our partners <laughs> to go to the because Iceland. of yeah, the different listen. people that are participating <laughs> in the gathering of the sheep you may find yes. a true love but if you, love sharing but if you in the experience but if you don't, True it gives the sheep. whole, ex- if you don't, it really does give love a bad name. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. I love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so there's sheep and we're the horses, out, the hot dogs. Yes. So we're going to tell us about, about the hot dogs, dogs Brian. So the, the hot, dogs hot dogs are really, really cool. Um, yes, you eat the sheep hot dogs. Now, you know, we've so, got people from Chicago and New York and well, from America. Yeah. And they're going to say so, how much it- they're no, going to say it and better. Um, so yeah, the, the hot dogs there are made from beef, pork, and lamb. And it's all, all a mixture friends. of that into the hot dog. And then <laughs> the hot dogs that um, <laughs> your friends, they have crunchy onions, sauteed onions, a sweet mustard. Their mayonnaise mm-hmm. is more like a miracle whip. And then their ketchup soup. So everything's uh. super sweet on this salty hot dog. And so we go up and I have the palate of a six-year-old. That's why I didn't eat the minky whale. That's why I didn't Good. do any of that No puffins, no um, horses. No puffins, none of that Good, stuff. I'm so um, proud of you. So yeah, I didn't do any of that stuff. So we go up to order and my wife gets it. She's like, how it comes. That's why I want to have it. And um, the guy, when I said that, the guy was like, I wanted only ketchup. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, I just want it with ketchup. He's like, what are you, a baby? You know, like only ketchup. You're not going to get everything. You should have said no. I'm a nerd. I was like, no, I just want ketchup. So we sat on a bench right by this little park, like with this little vending cart that they had. And he's yelling at me. You sure you don't want the toppings, baby? You sure you don't want the? <laughs> so I was getting heckled for eating my hot dog with only ketchup. But what was crazy about it that they're only three dollars each, which mm-hmm. in comparison to everything else, like a small twelve-inch pizza with pepperoni was thirty dollars. Um. It was only $3 from the time they opened at like 11 a.m. to the time we went back to our hotel at noon. That yeah. place had a line of 10 people. And maybe Karen can even chime in if, you, if she saw any of these places. Um, they It was pretty intense. Like the, the people were watching it like crazy. So uh, it was it was interesting for sure. I didn't yeah. have hot dogs. I didn't have hot dogs. Did you you missed out. I, I wouldn't have eaten the hot dog either, Karen. 
Well, did I didn't see, see them. I did, and I did not see the penis museum either. So, oh, <laughs> next oh. time oh, we gotta go back. We're going okay. back. <laughs> Karen, thank you. See, I told you people would be super excited about my penis museum. So exciting. Okay, okay uh, so um, is it um okay? What else so did we you have? Eat? One more spot to to check out. Um, one more we, spot. One more spot that Is we didn't that- talk about. And I can't believe, like, if you're going to Iceland, and I'm glad Karen brought it up because I literally almost forgot about it. There's a place mm. called the Blue Lagoon. And yes. what the Blue Lagoon is, is a hot spring. But the one thing that I was told when I was there that um, the Blue Lagoon is not one of the natural hot springs. The Blue Lagoon is a man-made hot spring to bring tourists to. So oh. the hot springs are used year-round, even when it's super, super cold, because they're really, really hot. Now, the Blue Lagoon was amazing. I got a mud mask. I got a mimosa. It a was, mud mask? Wait, you um, got a mud mask? Yeah, so you, you go up to the bar, and you can have drinks and a mud mask. So they give you a mud I mask, a self-apply made with the volcanic mud from Iceland. Nice. And then, oh. uh, we had drinks while we were I in there. I like it. It. Was, it was really, really cool. Um, but in the natural springs around where the... They actually, and Desiree, this might interest you. You <laughs> actually bake sourdough bread in the <gasps> ground. You didn't tell so, me that. So it's, I, it's things I'm remembering. Um, so like you it. put the dough in the ground and literally it's so hot underground that the sourdough bread will bake in the ground. I love so. sourdough bread. I'm from San Francisco. Okay. So um, Brian, you did your mud mask and there was no one yelling at you. Like, are you a girl? Like no, the absolutely. Guy was like, no, because baby? every other every other dude <laughs> had it on too. So yeah, That's there was hot. Yeah, guys so. with dirty faces. I like it. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> men like to take care of themselves too and be nice and refreshed and exfoliated. Yes. I'm not judging. Yes, I yes. Okay. So You're kind the of blue judging blue. a little bit, but that's okay. No, I'm really not. Um, Okay, but Brian, can we talk about how um, movies were filmed there too? Because I know you and I talked about this and I want to make sure that everyone knows that like they filmed, like was it part of Batman film there? And I think so. Um, Yeah, Batman with Ben Affleck? Is it the Ben Affleck Batman? I think so. Um, Um, I'm not sure. Um, And then there's the Mission Impossible and then Laura Croft's Tomb Raider was there too, right? Yeah. And are we doing... I was on um, a black lava rock beach that had this really cool rock formation, and that's where they filmed Noah at Russell Crowe and um, Jennifer, help me out here, Connolly, right? It's Jennifer Connolly from Labyrinth. Yes. Um, So, yeah, so they filmed that there. So that was kind of cool. And I think Emma Watson was even in it, too. Um, Did you take a pebble home with you? I would have. I did not. I wanted to leave it there for eternity. I think it's bad luck to take a pebble. Okay, well then I would not have taken it. The trolls would have gotten you. <gasps> oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They would have, and then I would have gotten lost in the fjords. Okay, yep. <laughs> so is it is it music time now? Uh, yeah. You just give me a second here. You can ask the question though. Uh, no, but I want to talk about the people. Yes, I. Well, the trivia question is coming. That's fine. But I want to talk about the people who's come from there. It's the sugar cubes. Yes. And Bjork. Did you know? Bjork is from there. You told no. me that. that was yeah, I didn't Bjork know. Is, Brian told me. I was so very Bjork was the lead singer the of the Sugar Cubes. Oh, uh, I didn't know Bjork was in the Sugar Cubes. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so now I'm ready for my trivia question. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know. Yes, I can yeah, do it. Ahead. Yeah. Okay. Go go here's the trivia question for everybody. Um, okay. Wait. Sorry. Uh, what's that? 
that let me stop it. Go ahead. I like that song. Go ahead. Just talk over it. (laughs) What is that? That's the preliminary to this. Go ahead and ask your question. Hurry. Okay, perfect. I want to make sure that... Turn that off. Turn that off. You're ruining it. I want to ask... I told you to ask the question. I know. So lower your hands. Okay, so there's a famous place. Well, I can't even pronounce it. But there was a plane crash. A plane crash. And lots of tourists used to go there. And then this one person, he came and he filmed a music video there. And because of the tourists, because of this dude's popular... Am I allowed to say who the guy is? Sure. No. No. Yeah. I don't don't remember what your question was. Yes. (laughs) Justin Bieber filmed a music video there. What was the name of the song? And if you get this right, you will get a prize from us. Can I tell? Do we tell them what the prize is? Yeah, it's a hundred dollar savings card to use on over 500,000 different properties worldwide. Yes, yes. And you can hook us up on out of sight adventures at gmail.com. Out of sight adventures 2020 at gmail.com. Oh, I forgot the year. This year's been it's on it's on the um. (laughs) Facebook page. Also on the it's it's on the whatchamacallit, the, the schedule. posting. The yes. schedule. It looks yes. like no one has raised their if hand. Anyone knows if anyone knows how to raise their hand while somebody else is still screen sharing, I would love to know. Oh sorry. Oh, I didn't know you. that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. See, we Turn learned from you too. Sharing. Yes. So I'm getting there. Jason, <laughs> do you mind um describing how to raise hands? Sure. If you'd like to if you'd like to raise your hand on a Mac, it's option Y. On a PC, it's alt Y. I believe it's alt Y. And on the phone, if you're on the phone, it's star nine. Mm-hmm. And then if you have a smartphone, it's over it, on the that's, far. Oh, go ahead. That's right. I forgot about the left, smartphone. It's on the far left hand corner if you're yep. on an iPhone. Bottom left. Um, or the right. Yeah. You have to go to more options and hit raise hands. On the iPhone, it's in the bottom right-hand corner. And to unmute yourself, you'll press the little unmute icon. That's right. I was thinking unmute, not raise hand. Whoops. It's okay, Jason. Thank you. So who, what is the name of the song that Justin Bieber filmed his music video on the deserted plane crash place in the middle of nowhere, Iceland? And I literally just played 30 seconds of it. (laughs) <laughs> I know you. you I think them. you had to play a little bit more. We have no hands raised. Well, I can't share a screen I, and have them raise hands. Oh, okay, yeah. that's right. We just learned that. We learned two things tonight. Yeah. Just to recap you, on what Desiree. we learned, and Desiree taught me both of them. So that's so. Thank you, Desiree. Okay, so come on, you guys. Justin Bieber. He filmed a video in Iceland in the middle of nowhere, and someone raised their hand. Yeah, we want you to give you money, like a hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, so. I'm gonna give it ten more. This seconds. is a great fact. Ten. But if you play nine, your video, then eight, then they seven, can't raise their hands. Six, five. So we're gonna go on to another question because it's the same thing we had to do last week. Oh, uh, can I give the can, answer then? Yes, you can. What's the answer? The answer is I'll show you. I'll show you by Justin Bieber, and he filmed it on the deserted plane crash. I'm so disappointed. I, I, thank you I'm, for that information, and I was so excited for the Justin Bieber facts. And if you guys come to our Facebook page, Out of Sight Adventures, we'll have the YouTube video posted for you can experience. The lyrics are good. Yes. Okay. So go ahead, Brian. This is actually from (laughs) my geek 
Travel Geek Talk tonight. So I actually gave you the answer already. So we'll see who's paying attention. Mm-hmm. What year was the first recorded eruption of Mount Hecla? I know that. But you can't win. I know, but I could. I'm not answering. <laughs> oh, we so have a raised hand. hand. We have a raised hand. Who is it? <laughs> Christian? Um, Teresa yep. Christian. 1103, wasn't it? Oh, nope. So You're so close. close. So close. Is there close. someone else raising their hand? So close, but not totally right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We've got a few more hands. Okay. Okay. Michael. Michael who? Michael Wiseman. You can unmute. Hey, Michael. Do you know the year? Michael, Michael. please unmute yourself. I just sent you a request to unmute. Am I unmuted? You are. Hello, Michael. 1100. Oh, no, so close. So close. Thanks for playing. We've got two more hands up. What's the next one? Okay. Who do we got? Okay. Melissa. Melissa. Give us the right answer. Yes, yes. Um, is, Is it 930 AD? No, no, that was the, that was of, a good that was the parliament, but that was oh, almost the right. question I asked. So we got one more. Okay, hand. we got one more hand. Hold on. Mo. Mo. Hey, Mo. I oh, don't Mo. remember exactly. I know it was 1100 <laughs> something. Well, guess 1100 <laughs> something. Pick a number. So 11 I, think, I want to say 1109. Uh, oh, Mo. I have faith too. in you. Anybody else out there? We got one more. Greg, one more. come on, Greg. This We're going to triple G. Triple okay. G. Okay. I unfortunately just got in here, but I'm just going to guess an 1100 number and hope it's right. Um, so I'll give you a Yep. No, 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 Brian. No hints. I know. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. 1120. No. no. All right. Thanks so. Okay, trying. we got another one. We oh, got another okay. one. Let's do now it. Now they're doing it. From North Carolina. <laughs> 1101. No. no. All right. I'm, I'm ending the misery <laughs> there. It is um, 1104. So, wait, so no, oh. no, no, Justin Bieber. No, we're going to one more question. Oh. One more question. <laughs> really? We're, we're giving them a so, third shot? Oh, so third shot. Shot. That's how bad I want to give away $100. I need to know the, the actual, the name? The actual name of the museum that we heard the audio description from. The actual name, not, not Janine's name. The actual name of the museum. Oh, we got a hand up. We got a hand raise. Michael Wiseman. Mike's back. Philanthropic Museum. No. No. You're right. Philanthropic Museum. No. No. Next week's going to be a $200 winner if we don't get a. Yeah. <laughs> Is there another hand? I think we three tries. We have any other hands up? I'll even tell you that the first word is Icelandic. Is that it is Icelandic. <laughs> and the last word is Icelandic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so All let's right. count to three and get some hands. One. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got a raised okay. hand. We got okay. a raised okay. hand. Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Get it right, please. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Hi. Okay, I'm not quite sure, but is it the Icelandic Foul pen something. It's definitely foul pen. Right. No. Uh, no. No. Close. Is it foul Close. pen. Like it's definitely foul. And there's a there was something right. with P that was there. A good college try. Do we have okay, we've got we've got some more hands risen. Right. Nice try, Melissa. We got two more. Nice tries. try. Okay, Mo. Mo. I Mo's got it. Mo. The Icelandic. 
Ballological movement. Yes, we have a winner. Yes, who's the winner? I was trying to say that correctly. (laughs) It's not easy. No, it's not. That's why I asked it. So cool. Uh, I I believe you're friends with Terry and Janine on Facebook. If we could have your email, we can go ahead and get all the information for you to register your savings card. So guys, awesome. Awesome. So it it is 854. So we do have a few minutes. Yes. So does anybody have any questions or comments? We'll limit it to like three if we have that many um, to see about tonight's call. We've got one hand risen. Okay. Teresa, go ahead. Hey, Teresa. Um, can you hear me okay? We can. Yes, we can. Okay. Um, in Iceland, they do they have anything that grows, any crops, anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember from my tours, they do. It's very limited, and I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly what it is, so I apologize for that. But they, they have like two or three crops that they're able to grow. And I remember it was a really small number because that's why they say everything's so expensive. That And they have like a 25% sales tax. So um, the answer is yes. I don't have a definite, but I will find out and post it on our Out of Sight Adventures page on Facebook. Uh-huh. That answer will be up there for you in the next day. Okay. Thank you for asking that great question. We've got another one. Who is it? Greg, go ahead. What's your question? Okay, you guys are talking about Iceland today, and I just have a comment uh, I learned on my question of the day app today. I don't know if anyone uses Alexa and asks her to tell, or the A-Lady, sorry, and asks them to tell the question of the day. But uh, I learned that Iceland has no mosquitoes. So yes, found that fascinating. Which was coming from Florida, where I live right now. That was an amazing thing to be outside from morning to night and not have any mosquitoes forming around me in September. So it yeah. was, it was definitely nice. That's awesome. So, that's thanks, thanks for, for that, sharing Greg. that fact. We forgot that. to share that fact. Um, we have Thank you. Else? We've got one more Thank hand you. raised. All right. This can be the last one we'll be able to take. So go ahead. Who do we have left? Karen M our fellow hey, traveler. Yeah. I just want to share, I think it was in Iceland and maybe a, a few other countries. They don't take tips. In fact, they they are kind of insulted if you give them a tip. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Iceland and maybe one or two other countries I've been to. So basically, like if if you're and you go up after you're done eating, you go up to the cash register and you say, oh, I had the hamburger or I had this, I had that. They trust you. You pay, like if your bill comes to, I'm making up a number, $12.50, you might at the most give them $13, but they- I want to know where you are eating for $12.50. Please email me that information because that place was (laughs) insanely expensive. I don't remember, but um, I'm just making up numbers. No, I know. I'm teasing. The tipping thing is like crazy in New York. I'm in New York, so Mm so I just wanted to share that. Thank you, Karen, so much for bringing that up. And just to let you know, in America, we tip after services and usually all the other countries, especially in Europe. um, I haven't been to Iceland or New Zealand, but you tip prior to service. So we actually have it backwards. And that's why it's an insult to offer a tip after service. You're supposed to offer the tip prior to service. I never heard. That. Where was you know that? what tip stands in for? Italy, in Italy, France, England. Um, I've been to Italy like five Switzerland. times. Switzerland. Yeah, when I was in Rome and Italy is when um, 
Yeah, they're like, no, you really should tip prior to service. Yeah. It's tips actually stands for to ensure proper service. That's where it comes right. from. So you give it before and but yeah. So how much do they expect? I well, mean I, a lot I of like I know in Germany when you go, it's it's in, basically included in the price of your meal. So right. it I've really depends that. on the region and area of the country you're in, to be honest. Cause like there are certain restaurants in Reykjavik where you're kind of expected to tip, but then some of the restaurants like where you're talking about where you go up and pay, um, you know, we would ask the tour guide and tour guide, no, it's, it's good here. You don't have to, you know, tip here. So it, it depends on restaurant region, all of that fun stuff. But it's, it's interesting when you travel, I love seeing other people's cultures and customs and compare them to ours. And I will add that when we go to take off to our next trip from now on, I'll make sure to discuss tips and the method. Where are we going next? Do we get to know? No, we don't. Only no. Uh, you're, I'm not even telling you, Janine. <laughs> I know where we're going. I actually. I know. will tell you. You will not need your passport. Yes. So, oh. yeah, we'll, we will be domestic next week. That that is we're we're staying domestic. So, guys, thank you so much. As always, we yes, love doing this you. for you guys. We we really enjoy traveling and sharing our experiences and sharing all the new things that even we're learning as we do this. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Out of Sight Adventures. The links on this the call schedule and also if you want to email us, which a couple of you guys have done and I appreciate that. Out of Sight Adventures 2020 at Gmail. Um, we're always looking for ideas. We have a schedule, but that is very fluid. So if there's somewhere you want us to cover, please email us or reach out to us on Facebook. Please feel free to post your travel pictures there. Uh, Janine or Terry, is there anything else you guys would like to add? Yeah, we just want to thank you so much for taking time and spending this um, time with us on this call. And, And thank you to those of you who are listening to us on ACB Radio. We really appreciate that. And thanks to Jason for coming and streaming for us. And we really, really appreciate you guys taking time to travel with us 